Hi, welcome to the Quipster Film Review Podcast. My name is Vince Leo. I'm the film critic for the website Quipster.net. It's a film review site that's been in existence since 1996 in one form or another, and you can find all of my written work, over 3,700 reviews to read at your leisure at Quipster.net, Q-W-I-P-S-T-E-R.net. It's January, which means that it is the month that not only do we get a wider release for some of the Oscar contenders, but also we get kind of the dumping ground for studios to try to put their films out there during a time in which, you know, some people don't want to see the prestige films. They want to see your run-of-the-mill action comedies, your romantic comedies, your kids' films. And this is a time in which some of the films that probably would have gone straight to video or VOD will take a chance and come out. Maybe they can recoup a few million before the word of mouth gets out there that their movie isn't so good. Sometimes it can work in a film's favor, such as when the first ride-along came out in 2014, it actually took in quite a hefty sum of money, $130 million domestically on a $25 million budget. So when you have that kind of uh, success at the box office, obviously you're going to have a sequel, and that's why I'm going to be reviewing today Ride Along 2, an action comedy, PG-13 rated because of sequences of violence, sexual content, language, and some drug material. It runs an hour and 41 minutes. Returning into their roles are Ice Cube and Kevin Hart, as well as uh, smaller roles for Tika Sumter and Bruce McGill. New to the franchise are Ken Jeong, Olivia Munn, and Benjamin Bratt. Tim Story returns as director, and Phil Hay and Matt Manfredi return as the screenwriters. The makers of Ride Along 2 are attempting here to see if Lightning will strike twice by releasing their obligatory follow-up during the same exact weekend of release two years later. But this time, this one's going off of name recognition for the franchise more so than in garnering big laughs. Two years, and what seems about two dozen films later, Kevin Hart seems to have run out of funny lines to say, even if his energy level is still sky high, and with Ice Cube's shtick seemingly just sneering 95% of the time and then showing a softer side by the end of the film, there's really nothing new here to see this time. We pick up not long after the first entry. You have Kevin Hart's character named Ben Barber. He's a now a probationary officer for the Atlanta Police Department. He's a little over a week away from marrying his beloved fiance, Angela, played by Sumter. If you've seen the first film, you know that Angela is the sister of Ben's former reluctant partner in crime fighting named James Payton, played by Ice Cube. Once again, James finds himself in a situation in which he decides to take Ben as a partner in order to embarrass him by showing just how over his head he will be in dealing with the actual real dangerous criminals out there. So the two head out to Miami for a so-called milk run to gain information that will lead to eventually the taking down of Antonio Pope, played by Benjamin Bratt. Pope is a successful Miami businessman, very influential in what he does there, but he's also a murderous big-time drug kingpin who's controlling the flow of narcotics between the cities of Miami and Atlanta. Teaming up with a bravado Miami detective named Maya, as well as AJ, Pope's computer hacker turned informant, it's up to James to get his man and keep his future brother-in-law, Ben, alive long enough to see his wedding day. Without much new to add to the formula, Ride Along 2 is a bit of a slog to get through the 101 minutes, mostly because it's entirely devoid of the kind of big laughs you're hoping for from the team-up of Ice Cube and Kevin Hart. Whatever their comic interplay might have produced, 
must have evaporated after their first pairing, screenwriters Phil Hay and Matt Manfredi continued to lengthen their IMDb filmographies with a whole lot of junky scripts that include not only both ride-along films, but also, heading back a few years, Eon Flux, terrible action film, also another bad action film, the remake of Clash of the Titans, and a really bad action comedy, R.I.P.D., the problem is that serious actioners like Eon Flux and Clash of the Titans seemingly have about as many laughs as their straight comedies, which is practically none. Director Tim Story, whose own track record can brag little better, he does nothing here except to keep the explosions always booming, the cars frequently smashing, the bikini models increasingly always on the screen, and music video style editing lively as the obligatory hip-hop jams on the soundtrack persistently play to transition from scene to scene. Right Along 2 seems to be cribbing extensively from the Lethal Weapon series now, including the addition of a Leo Getz-like annoying third wheel and AJ and a Lorna Cole-like kick-ass female to match up with the boldness quotient of James Payton in Maya. Kevin Hart does what he often does in comedies that have no funny or clever lines in the script to feed him. He looks perplexed while talking faster and louder and louder and louder, hoping that speed and volume and delivery will generate laughs in the absence of quality comedic dialogue. Ice Cube does what he always does, which is a whole lot of glowering and punching, which isn't very exciting after you've seen it a dozen times, only offering some empathy for his character because he seems as equally vexed by having to hear Hart prattle on and on and on as we are. The first ride-along was already a derivative buddy comedy offering the same formula we've seen countless times before in action comedies, but at least that one had a new pairing of the leads to sell it, which made some people take a chance that there could be some funny scenes that Ice Cube and Kevin Hart might generate along the way. The result was mediocre, but it was a watchable comedy, generally passable for a diversion for those people looking to get in out of the cold in January. Ride Along 2 regurgitates the identical formula from the first film, but now that we've already seen that Ice Cube and Hearts patter only yields middling laughs and the new additions of a South Beach setting and bland eye candy love interest in Olivia Munn. Oh, by the way, Olivia Munn's name here is Maya Cruz. Is she really playing a Latina? I don't buy it. Benjamin Bratt, he's doing a bad Ricardo Montalban impression and... There's the increasingly graining comic relief antics of Ken Jeong. None of these new additions to the film are enough to jumpstart the franchise into anything that makes you wish you could see more in the future. When you have a vehicle that's completely out of gas, as Ride Along had done in the first entry, creatively, asking us to ride along again just doesn't seem like a very fun proposition anymore. I'm going to give Ride Along to two stars. Two stars means that it is lacking something vital that keeps it from being even a watchable movie. And in this case, I guess the most obvious thing is that it's missing laughs. It's lacking the kind of funny moments that would allow you to overlook some of the really bad moments and the tired plot and all of the lack of good characters or funny situations. It's not a major misfire, but it definitely isn't the kind of movie that I think is worth top dollar for your movie-going pleasure, especially when you have a lot of really good Oscar contenders out there. I would much rather see The Martian a second time than have to see Ride Along 2 for the first time. 
Thanks everyone for listening. I hope that you enjoyed the show. If you have anything that you want to say to me, you can go to my website and find my contact inf- information. You can also find links to my Twitter feed and my Facebook page, which are other ways to contact me. Also, if you happen to be on iTunes or Stitcher or TuneIn or any place else that where you can leave a review, I encourage you to do so because word of mouth is really all I have in order to gain an audience. So if you enjoy the show and you want to help out, that's the best way to do it. Thanks, everyone, for continuing to listen. And I hope that when you do go to the movies, you don't feel like you've wasted all your time and money. 